Hey, what's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary, the greatest marketing show on earth. My friends, uh, hope you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, I am glad to be back here with you this morning. We have another amazing guest, as always. Our guests are just so wonderful. The shows are so unique and interesting. And I think the reason is, is because they are all actual clients here at Legendary, people who have gone through our courses and curriculum and are invited onto the show to share their actual experience with that experience, with going through our courses and curriculum, our programs, being a member of our community here, and actually implementing our strategies. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, everything that you see in here here for the first time. I'm seeing and hearing here for the first time as well. The questions are not prompted or pre-scripted, um, and uh, the guests are not prepared in any way. So um, somebody could come on here and tell me to screw off, and they would have that platform here for a couple of minutes before I either let them go or cut them off. <laughs> uh, and who knows? You know, I might just let them go. Makes for an interesting show. But we haven't had that happen. We've had interesting shows in other ways by amazing clients coming on here and delivering awesome inspiration and value and telling their stories. And that's what makes this show so unique. So if you want to get a text message reminder, every morning we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. You can text WUL to 813-296-8553. Again, WUL to 813-296-8553. You'll get a nice, gentle little reminder just like that right there. See? That'll give you a link to log right on directly to the show. If you want to get started at any time throughout this episode, you can go to legendarymarketer.com forward slash enroll. And you can join our challenge, uh, uh, enroll into our blueprints, attend a mastermind, just check things out for yourself. Uh, and with that being said, let's go ahead and bring on our guest this morning, all the way from over the pond. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. The big pond, not the little pond. You're in the UK, right? Yes, I am. Yep. Wow. And you don't seem to have so much of a accent there. So um, that's very uh, interesting. It, I wouldn't have one because I'm actually from Finland. So that that's probably even more confusing because I don't sound like a Finn either. Um, yeah. Well, you're unique in your own special way. And we're honored to have you on this morning. It gives us a great perspective about how, how uh, diverse and also worldwide this, uh, you know, this business is, uh, online marketing is, and our community is. So tell us, Stephanie, how did you find us? What were you looking for? Um, why have you stayed? Uh, what have you gotten out of this? All the things. Start. Tell us how you found us and what led you here. What drove you here? What motivated you to be here in the first place? Sure. So I don't know if people know my screen name, but it's yeah, the Sticky Fairy. And so you might be wondering what the hell that is. And that's how it all started because I I became very, very sick um, a couple of years back. Uh, I was diagnosed with trauma. I was addicted. I was suicidal. I had all sorts of health issues. 
and then as I began healing from those, I was I had launched a, a chocolate company just before that happened, and that was what I was doing. And then I had to stop working and just figure out how to heal. And during that time, I began writing myself these um, sticky notes with like positive, encouraging messages. And then I did that for a long time, uh, a long, long time. I wrote thousands of these notes during about nine months in 2022. And then eventually I went on TikTok. Um, 10 days later, I went viral. I got 40 million views within a couple of months. And then I began growing my Instagram account, writing these notes and filming them. And within a year, I had like 100 plus million views on my videos. But I hadn't figured out how to monetize that traffic because the whole thing started as just me trying to get better and do something with my hands instead of sitting at home being anxious. And that's when I started to dig into digital marketing. I actually became a certified partner with ClickFunnels in 2016. So I knew the software but back then it was a lot harder to use and I didn't really enjoy like the technical side. And then one day, uh, quite a few months back, I happened to see a woman on TikTok talking about legendary and, you know, this strange um, challenge that seemed so promising. And yeah, I watched the video, jumped in and that kind of gave me a whole new understanding of especially affiliate marketing. Digital marketing is nothing new for me. I've done it for a while and I've had my own products, but I find that the affiliate side of it is so exciting when you really understand how you can do it and that anyone can do it and that you don't have to have a social following and you don't even have to be self-employed. You could be employed and still do it. So that's why I'm here today. Wow, that's a wonderful story um, and inspirational. As I as I um, you know prompted at the beginning of the show, which I didn't know what you were going to talk about, um, or really the origin of your sticky note story, but that's very powerful. And um, what a what a unique and organic way to have gotten started. Also such a familiar story to probably so many content creators out there on the internet who get started and just don't know how to monetize or make money with their efforts in their content. Um, and so it sounds like the challenge ended up being rather promising after all um, yeah. for you to learn how to set up um, some of the systems and monetize your um, your efforts online. What were some of the light bulbs that went off for you as you started to go through and, and listen and learn here uh, throughout our, our, our introductory challenge? I think the biggest aha moment was probably just how much you can earn online by doing affiliate marketing. Um, and especially like the tech side of it is very lucrative because if you were to just promote um, software, it would be a very easy way to make money given that we all use, you know, so many tools every day today to do all sorts of things. And so what I discovered was that 
out of all the things that I already did and already used, all of those were easy to monetize by just signing up, getting my link, and then sticking it into places where people could, you know, click on it and then, yeah, I could make money. So it's actually, it's kind of like a, a thing where when the light goes on and you realize how it works, this whole new world opens up to you that you just never understood that was right in front of you. And that's kind of what happened to me too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, very relatable. And isn't that, isn't that the ideal thing to promote and make money off of is the actual things that you're using and wouldn't it be nice if we could get paid from all of the things that we organically recommend to people from our personal experiences, whether it be a movie we saw, a restaurant we ate at, things of that nature, right? A product that we used, a vacuum that we bought, something that we're getting value from inside of our home or in our life. Um, it just so happens that, uh, you know, there's 8 billion people on this planet and, you know, many of them are looking for in our in this niche, anyways. And obviously, there's many niches or niches, however you want to say it. Um, but I discovered the same thing that you did back 13 years ago. Is that you know, if I shared some of these tools and some of this information that I was discovering about how to put the pieces together um, and and set up a business or set up uh, you know, a sales funnel or, um, upgrade your marketing skills to be able to leverage the power of social media. So you're just not always using, uh, it, or it's not always just using you, but you're actually using it to make some money with that's pretty valuable to all people, even if they even have an existing job, which you probably have found out through being in a, 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 a partner with click funnels um which is a funnel builder that these skills apply in pretty much i mean everyone most people need to know these to whether they want to start a business um online or they want to further their career understanding how to navigate social media um being able to go on video knowing how to make a video that captures people's attention and is not just so boring that it's awkward and weird to watch or that you have no idea what you're doing. Most people just can't even get on video because they don't even, they, they haven't, haven't even overcome their fear of, they can't overcome their fear of even being on video. Also how to set up a sales funnel. I think that was a huge breakthrough for so many marketers in our industry when we realized that we were sort of being sold this idea that every business needs a website and it's like the truth is is that websites don't sell people just come to your website they click around on the 50 different things that you have on your website and then they just leave and a sales funnel where they methodically get walk through one step at a time by being asked for their email in exchange for something valuable on the next page, seeing an offer or being prepped for an offer. If you're an affiliate, yeah. that methodical one step at a time 
where you're all actually also getting something from them. You're guaranteeing yourself to get something from them in exchange for their eyeballs and attention on whatever it is that you have. And you're exchanging something of value. That was a major breakthrough. And I tell you, I can't tell you how many like normal business owners that I've worked with over the last 13 years that are like, you know, I don't know why I'm not getting any business online. I've got a website. Yeah. Like, well, that website's nothing but an island. First of all, they don't know how to drive any traffic to it. And then when somebody does come, they don't capture their information. The people look around, like I said, and they leave. So um, I would assume you had that same aha moment. And, you know, we're, we're both sharing similar kind of aha moments that we both had in terms of, Hey, look, the whole world needs this kind of marketing information, even if they don't turn around and work inside of this niche. What was something that you had? We talked a little bit about your excitement. Now, what did you have to battle in order to do this? You know, you already talked about some of the, um, you know, some of the personal challenges you had to overcome. Um, as we started to learn affiliate marketing and so forth here at Legendary, what was a, a limiting belief or a battle for you that you had to overcome in order to follow through and actually execute with it? I'm sort of giggling because my thought is, why, what didn't I have to overcome when I started with Legendary and affiliate marketing? Because, I mean, it's you put yourself out there, right? You're in front of people and often the people that I talk to, they tell me that, oh, I don't have any followers or, you know, I, I'm not getting any views. But I can honestly tell you, I have 200,000 followers right now across my platforms. It is way, way worse to learn in front of 200,000 people than in front of zero. Like, you should be thankful that you don't have that many people watching you when you begin something, because if it's shit, you know, they're just going to scroll past you and that's it. <laughs> Would you like You're, to say something? <laughs> well, I, I, um, sometimes we don't know the blessing that we have, which is when we're new in, in, in this any one of these core four business models that we teach here, whether you're doing affiliate marketing courses, coaching or, or events. Yeah. Everybody's like, well, don't I have any followers, you know? And it's like, well, as you said, thank your, thank the good Lord that you don't because here you have an opportunity to be able to fail forward, make all the mistakes when nobody's looking and, and here you are so obsessed about what you don't have when, again, you have a perfect opportunity in front of you to just make all the mistakes, get that camera up there and, 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 and kind of awkwardly fail your way forward and figure this thing out and, and do it in front of barely nobody. And, and the truth of the matter is, is even if somebody does see it, whether you have two or 200,000, the truth is, is that most people are moving on, forgetting what you said within a couple of moments anyway. So it's not that really big of a deal um, to, to, to obsess about what you kind of make and put out there as if it's the state of the union address that the whole country is going to be watching. Um, was that was that a challenge for you to get on video? I mean, I would assume this process of healing 
um, which this whole journey began with, as you shared uh, so honestly a, a few moments ago. Has it been challenging at all for you to put yourself out there or has it been therapeutic in, in a sense? All of the above. Uh, mm. but what people don't know necessarily and what I don't really talk about anymore because if you keep talking about the same problems you had in the past, you're just regurgitating them. So my story was that I was covered from top to toe in eczema. And it wasn't just like a little rash here and there. It was just lesions and blood. I wouldn't show my face. So it mm. took me a year before I actually got in front of the camera um, and started showing up as myself. Even now today, I'm not wearing any makeup. And I do that consciously when I go on camera on like podcasts and stuff, because I think that people should see that people don't want a perfect face. They want you like that is why people follow follow me just because of me. Yes, they like the sticky notes too, but they like the story and they like what you represent. And that's another thing that people forget. Like it is not we are not meant to go online and be another version, a copy of what already exists. And that's so hard to understand when you're starting out because you're insecure and so was I. And you're just trying to fit in and that is not your purpose. Your, your purpose is to stand out and be uniquely you. And when you do that, it works. That's why, why my notes work because they were so me, my handwriting, my style. Um, and then when I started to evolve the business and try different things, even with legendary, you know, it didn't sit well with everyone. And like I said, trying things in front of 200,000 people and monetizing consciously and talking about making a lot of money and um, overall just making money, doing something that is good for others or maybe, you know, like mental health related. People have all sorts of opinions about that. But that doesn't matter. It's still my business and it's my page. And if you don't like it, you're welcome to leave. And so there's a lot of like there's a lot of limiting beliefs that you have to get past, you know, in terms of not being able to do something or not being being worthy or good enough, whatever that is for you. It's going to come up. But that's also part of the journey. I mean, you don't go on what vacation and think, OK, I'm going to go to. Cuba and 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 that's the journey and then you go there and you're like oh now I'm here I can go back that's done you go for the journey you go for the experiences for the setbacks for the wins for everything you learn and the same thing with social media you go to learn and that's gonna look very different for different people but but it's the experience that counts yeah we're, we're all we're all always attached to outcomes um, here in America. Anyways, I don't know if that's the same everywhere around the world. I would assume so. Even in Finland. <laughs> oh, very much in Finland. <laughs> humans are humans everywhere, right? Um, yeah, we're so very attached to outcomes that we really have a difficult time enjoying the journey, as you say, and learning and failing forward. We have a hard time embracing our imperfections. Um, and for some reason, we think as we watch the entire world be imperfect and we celebrate them and we <laughs> are so inspired by them, we hold ourselves to this unrealistic perfect, um, you know, uh, you know, 
level that uh, in standard that is just totally unrelatable or totally unrealistic. How do you how do you deal with um, at what I call comparisonitis, where you're looking at others and trying to keep up with the internet Joneses, as we say here in America, keeping up with the Joneses? Um, how, how do you how do you stay focused and and embrace what I love that you've done is, and I want to kind of tie this into your personal brand, how you've sort of started this, or how you started with this sticky note thing. Which, which I'm sure somewhere, I mean, look at this. I got dad gum sticky notes right here. Who doesn't love sticky notes? But they're also fairly common. And I could imagine that you told yourself somewhere along the, the way, like, this is boring. This is what's unique about this. Why am I? I'm sure you had your own self-criticism that you did internally while comparing yourself to others saying, Hey, you know, how do I be more like them or, or what I'm doing is inferior compared to them. I'm, I'm projecting onto you. I'm asking you not, not assuming, did you deal with that? And how did you stick to your developing your own personal brand? Even if it did seem simple uh, at, at some times with the thought that who the hell is going to be interested in reading little notes on a sticky pad? It's a very good question. I think the only guiding light I had was what felt good because back then I was still battling a lot of things and I just liked writing the notes. I've, I've always had ha nice handwriting, but it didn't look anything like it looks right now. That's the result of, you know, like, thousands, tens of thousands of notes. So it developed into something that is now a font because I turned my handwriting into a font along the, along the way. Um, but in the beginning, yeah, I had lots of doubt. And, you know, then people started psychoanalyzing myself where they would say, you know, like, if you look at, if you look at the, um, the way she writes her letters, like some are capitalized and some others are, and that tells you this and that about her personality. And I was like, mm, just writing a note there, you know, like there, that shouldn't be mean anything. But so people are gonna, when you are online, they're gonna have opinions about you. But I think it comes down to, first of all, do you like what you're doing? If you do, keep going. Because if that, if it's still fun for you, then chances are you're on the right path. And second of all, you probably have a vision. There's something that you're trying to build. And you know that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Nothing that was great was ever done in a day or two. And fact of the matter is that I just had this hunch. I was like, well, there are a lot of people doing stuff and they're like writing things and doing calligraphy, but I haven't seen anyone do exactly what I'm doing. And I'm thinking maybe it could work. And now I'm known as the girl who writes the notes and eventually turn into a brand. So you never really know. And that's why it's so important that you trust your gut, but also do something that you fundamentally like doing. Because I also noticed that further down when I was looking at, you know, all the other people who are promoting legendary and they do it so well, and they're so well-versed and have found their own styles and I tried to fit into that mold and it was terrible. Like the result was terrible and I didn't like it. 
And, and that's just, I got some of my own medicine where I was like, well, you know, I started this because I wanted to do something that was different than me. And I succeeded in that. And then I, you know, my fear took over or I, I hit another limiting belief that I wasn't aware of before and I tried to fit in and that was a bad idea. And then you have to recalibrate and reassess what you're doing and find something that works for you. I mean, that's just life in a nutshell, isn't it? It's never going to be perfect or done. It's just a process and you learn what you like to do more of along the way. Yeah, it's a it's amazing that the simpler the better it seems. I don't know if you've seen the guy who holds up the cardboard signs. Yes, dude with a sign. Dude with a sign. You know, that 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 guy and his pictures have gone more viral than damn anything hard, you know, hardly anything on the internet, you know, and it's just a guy with a sign with a cardboard sign and he's he he has somebody friend, family member, employee, whatever, probably his girlfriend or boyfriend. I, I don't, I don't know. He never, never posts or talks about anything except just him holding up a sign and it's got some, you know, witty, funny, you know, thing on it. And the, again, the easier somebody can understand nowadays, your marketing content, a lot of times I think we need to, we feel we need to do too much in our videos. We need to make them too we need to do it all in one video when really the simpler, the better. If somebody can scroll through and understand what your video is about in, you know, three to five seconds, um, then, then that's, that's a great video. That's why so many of the videos nowadays that have just the text on screen that somebody can just read, uh, even if it's a video, yeah. just the text on screen that somebody can read even if they're sitting somewhere where they can't turn up their volume, do do so well, and I think that's another that's a reason why your your content has done so well. Nowadays, people are on their phones all the time, and so we need to have a lot of our content that's advertising, whether it be our ads, whether those are organic or paid, have written texts that people can read or subtitles on our videos that people can read while watching and consume, even if they're not able to turn their audio up. Um, and you know, the simpler, the better, oftentimes the shorter, the better. Um, so how have you expanded from sticky note content into video content and what has that kind of journey look like? And what have you realized from your own personal experience, piggybacking off of what I just said, works the best for you? Keep it simple, stupid. Like it has to be just like when you're writing copy, it should be written for a fifth grader or a third grader. You know, apply the mom test every single time. I used to get really annoyed. My mom is the best. But, you know, when I would ask her something and she wouldn't get it, and I would put it down, you know, and, and be like, well, it must be her age or the fact that she's not as tech savvy as I am or something like that. But truth of the matter, if, if she if she doesn't get it, nobody else gets it either. You have literally a couple of seconds to to make things interesting and get people to stay. And 
it just if I analyze all, I, I mean, I've, I've filmed, I think it's seven and 700 plus 800 uh, sticky note videos of my hands writing the notes. And when I look at the, the first three or four letters and um, three or first four first words in whatever I'm writing, it's entirely clear why one note does well and the other one doesn't. It's just that you have exactly about two seconds before they scroll, and if it's if you manage to to capture their attention right then, then that you know it's a done deal. So there's nothing new. We all know about hooks and and you know capturing attention, but unless you do that well, they're not going to stay. So you have to kind of nail the basics and just keep thinking about and, you know, looking at other people, what's working, why is this video, why has it gone viral? It's usually super clear. Now, you might not go viral for the reason that you want, and it may not make any sense for you to go viral, because if you have an account where you go viral with a cat video and you're selling electronics, then that's not going to help you. So you, you want to be consistent with what you're producing so that when you do go viral, there's a reason for people to stay and follow you. But it's predictable. I mean, virality is not, I'm not saying that I'm a master at it, but I have so many videos that have gone viral and that have 10 plus million views. And every time it makes perfect sense. Yeah, we have just so few seconds to capture their attention. And a lot of you who have a hard time understanding the concept of what a hook is at the beginning of an ad or a piece of content, just think about the cliffhanger at the beginning of a movie or at the beginning of a show. Is All it is is some snippet from the middle of your content, from the end of your video, um, that you put at the beginning and you um, do that intentionally to try to get people to, um, to to try to say, what in the heck, what the heck is she talking about? What, what do you mean? It might be something like, here's what ice cream has to do with you getting your dog to listen and sit. Um, it, it, you know, something odd, something weird, the same way that when you log on to a, to a, um, to a, uh, a movie, you would maybe see a scene from the middle of the movie or something, and they play it right at the beginning. It's some sort of a cliffhanger. Um, a lot of times we make a, um, you know, we give insight into what watching this video is going to do for them. Um, watch this video to discover five simple ways to get your baby to sleep through the night. You know, you're giving them a hook. You're giving them a promise at the beginning of the video that's going to get them to say, ah, I understand what the value of watching this video is. Um, you could also use a story hook, which is starting your story in the middle and kind of at a dramatic place. This might be a more advanced strategy, but it's it's a great, powerful way to mix up your hooks and, and get your content watched by more people. I was sitting in the middle of my bed sweating. That would be an example of, of you know, me starting my, my, my video out at a dramatic place. Hey, my name's Dave. And in the next 15 seconds, I'm going to show you, or in the next 60 seconds, I'm going to tell you why a nightmare led me to, you know, 
overhauling my business and learning the most valuable thing I've learned about getting leads online. You know, you got to give them that hook and then that promise. If you're verbally talking in your videos, if you're, um, and, and again, I think that's why the videos with the text on screen do so well, because it gives somebody the, 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 the whole enchilada right there on second one. And they don't have to wait. They don't have to listen. And so if you're having a hard time getting your content in any niche off the ground, understand the value of hooks and copy, right? This was something that you mentioned earlier. What is copy? Well, a lot of times when people hear copy, they think, copy what? <laughs> well, it's just the text. It's the writing. It's marketing. Um, it's, it's marketing in the written form. And who came up with the word copy? I don't know. But how has that been played a part in your business? And how has that been a skill that you've honed in on? And when did you realize that that was important? Mm. I've always liked writing, but I write way too much for, you know, to, to sort of uh, be effective as copy on a website. So I've had to hone in on those skills a lot to write shorter things, which is why I think, again, the, the sticky notes, that's what they taught me. Because like most of the notes, you know, it's literally a couple of lines. Um, and I could have said that in four sentences, but it's better said if it's like eight, eight words. So it's taught me a lot. But I think when I was surprised about was the fact that I really love writing emails. And that's, you know, the back end of affiliate marketing because that's how you tell people about whatever it is that you're promoting. And I find it fascinating because I thought that these emails had to be, I don't know, like some, some emails that you get are really cringy or really salesy, but you're just talking to people about stuff that you care about and as if you were talking to a friend. And so I find it, I get better and better at it. Right now I have a 60% open rate on the emails that I send uh, and that's pretty high. And it just shows that if you write stuff that people care about, um, one of my most viral notes starts off with, if you're having during a rough during a particularly rough day, well, you're gonna stay and see what that note says because most people are pretty used to having rough days. And it's it's not really it's not rocket science. It's just a matter of asking yourself, what is it that I would need to hear today? What would I benefit from? What would make me feel better? You know, whatever that thing is. And then you center your message around that. And usually it works. Yeah. And the copy, what I, one of the most valuable lessons that I learned, um, you know, piggybacking a little bit on what, what you're talking about here is the more clear, the better, as in the simpler, the better. I used to think at the, at the early stage, of my marketing career that I needed to be slick and tell these kind of tales and really make my copy complicated and be impressed with it and impress others with it. And the truth was, was I was confusing more people than anything. Um, people's attention spans are incredibly short. They're incredibly easy, easily distracted. 
And so they need a clear message. It needs to be short and sweet and simple. And now <clears throat> attention spans are even shorter than they were back 10 years ago. So, I mean, copy has to be, you know, you got to get to the point. It's got to be clear. Um, you have to, you know, I, I heard a marketer one time and, and uh, um, his, his, you know, kind of uh, whole copy formula that he was talking about, uh, Frank Kern was, who was talking about this was, um, here's what I got. Here's what it'll do for you. And here's what to do next. Just that simple. Hit, write that down, everybody, in case you're struggling with your copy in terms of uh, on your videos, in terms of in your emails, in terms of on your sales pages. Here's what I got. Here's what it'll do for you. And here's what you should do next. I mean, that's that's it in a nutshell, you know, and, and it includes that all powerful call to action at the end. And uh, it is just a very clear path to covering all the bases and giving them their next steps. What's coming up for you? I was also going to say what most people forget is the way it looks. Because when you get an email, if it's filled with paragraphs and chunks, you're going to have this feeling like, oh, my God, that's like a lot of effort. And so now I realize that my most, all of my emails are one sentence and one in between. Like it, it looks like I'm almost just drafting something, but that feels like when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, I can get through that. I'm, I could actually read the whole thing. And that's what I want people to do. If you don't get that, if you're like, if it's, it, if it feels like a textbook from school, you're not going to read it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what Stephanie's talking about is writing one sentence and then hitting return and creating a space and then writing another sentence. And that's going to feel so what I realized about writing marketing copy was that it's going to feel the exact opposite of everything you were taught in English class in school. There's going to be run on sentences. You're going to dot, 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 dot at the end of things. I mean, one of the best tools that any of you can ever discover is a little app called the Hemingway app. Um, and it's a uh, little piece of software that you can log right on. I, I actually train on it in our blueprints. Um, and basically, it'll as you, you know, you can write right in it or write in a notepad or a Word doc and then copy and paste it right in the Hemingway app. And it'll highlight things green, yellow, or red based on how hard it is to read it. And what you'll find the Hemingway app often does is it'll highlight in <coughs> yellow and red the kind of chunky sentences. Whereas if you take those sentences and you start to break them up, hit return, and just put one sentence per paragraph, then essentially that's what it becomes. Your email becomes 15 little tiny paragraphs. It will put everything in green because it's incredibly simple to read that way. Again, it boils down to white space, right? What One of the things that I learned, and this goes with both your emails, but also your sales pages, is the more white space, the easier. You look at Apple's site. They're a great example of this. And lots of websites now in large companies have adopted this. 
their their sites are simple. You can go and you can see the text clearly. It's not a big chunk of text. It's one sentence after one sentence or very short sentences. Um, and people, you know, I, I one of the most valuable lessons that I learned about parenting was that when a child has a question, you give them the most simple answer that you possibly can, and then you pause to see how that landed with them. And most of the time, if you give them a simple but but adequate answer, but very simple, they'll be like, hmm, okay, and move on. When I when when I elaborate is when they ask follow up questions, right? Then I know that the answer was not adequate. And a lot of times in your marketing, what that is is curiosity, which keeps them coming back, gets them asking questions, creates engagement. But what we oftentimes do with both our children, but also our audience is we ramble on and we overshare and we make it so complex by saying too much that it either takes too long to read or listen to, we lose them because they become uninterested or they forgot what the hell they were interested in in the first place because we've been talking or writing for so long. Does that resonate with you? Oh, totally. And I think when you write, it's a little easy or it's way easier on social media because you don't have that much space, you know, like the posts aren't really about text. It's usually video and then you, it's a caption, right? So it's a, it's a bit different, but in email, you can't confuse people. And if you have all sorts of links added here and there, people don't click them. The fact of the matter is that people click ugly things. So if you have a link, don't embed it, like just add the link and don't add three links and one thing, get people to understand the one thing that you want them to do in the thing, whether whether it's a landing page or uh, an email, whatever that thing is. So, and I think when you, when you really dumb it down, cause you have to do it and you see like, if, if I send this email now and you have 10 seconds, did you get sort of what the message is based on my subject line and the, 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 the beginning and then whatever it says above or below the link that you've included, that should give you a good idea of what I am selling or trying to make you do. If you don't, then it's probably not the greatest email or sales page. Yeah, yeah. Very, very important concepts uh, here. This is truly a masterclass of marketing here. And um, I want to thank you for this incredible um, time and and your amazing story and all the value that you're uh, sharing with us this morning. Before we wrap up, Share with us here what you've learned about yourself through this journey and since taking this next step in your marketing and entrepreneurial career here since joining Legendary and uh, taking your skills to the next level with, with what we have to teach here. Everything starts with mindset. I used to hate hearing that. 
when I did any kind of training, I was like, why do they all start with the same bullshit? Like, I know how to think. I'm okay. I, you know, like, can you just get to the systems and the things that I need to know so that I can do this thing? None of that matters. You could go on YouTube and you could find every single system in the world and learn it and implement it. Like, that is not the problem. The problem is up here. And when you start getting that, everything changes. And I'm about, I'm launching a coaching program right now that is all linked to mindset because when I truly learn how to master my mind, it's not to say that it's done forever, but at least now I know why I feel bad. I know why I'm stuck. I know how to, and most of all, I know how to get out of that state of mind. That's what matters. That's what sets me apart from most other people who, you know, who never do what they would like to do because they don't believe in themselves or none of us have been taught mindset. It's not something that we are blessed to grow up with. We're told to shut up and be good and good boys and good girls and, you know, achieve. But in terms of really understanding what goes on inside your head, that usually comes with experience and hitting some sort of a wall or you know getting to rock bottom where you have to you have to change to get back into life i wish that people wouldn't have to have as shitty experience as maybe you and i did to you know really understand why it's so important i wish that i could inspire people a little earlier on to actually get on with that cuz it's way easier to you know, pave the, the way for a nice future if you're not starting way below zero. So I think that's been, for me, the biggest aha moment where I realized that I take two hours every morning, I meditate, I work out, I read a book for an hour, and I write positive things in a book about whatever it is that I'm thinking about. If I don't do that, I could just stay in bed all day because I'm not going to get on with the work that I need to do. So just setting yourself up for success has very little to do with the strategies. And I mean, I know legendary, that's what you teach strategy a lot and, and you have blueprints and all of that. But there is a reason why you talk about mindset so much too, because that's where it begins. And like either you set yourself up to win or you don't and the the, the results are going to be equal to that yeah no i don't dispute what you said whatsoever i we one of the reasons why we do this show and we're nearly to 900 episodes is to give people the behind the scenes uh story of what it actually takes to do this and um i mean you know, there's marketing all over the internet about how successful you can be, you know, what's possible. Of course, we talk about what's possible, but we also couple that with these incredible stories on this show of our actual clients here who go into, uh, because I asked them specifically, you know, what what's hard for you? What have you had to overcome? What, what limiting beliefs have you had to overcome? And I mean, if you go back and you listen to this show, you will not hear how, 
you know, how easy was it for you? You know, how did you get this on your very first try? How how was this? You know, how did you not struggle at all? You you'll hear, what was your limiting beliefs? How have you had to you know learn? You know, positive self talk. What's been hard for you? What have you had to? How, you know, how have you how have you focused and not you know fallen into comparisonitis? And you're right. I mean we're not the only game in town. I mean, you can learn affiliate marketing and, and, and a lot of things all over the place. We didn't invent the business models. Um, I mean, we've in some ways uh, perfected the art of teaching them and in building community and support around people who want to pursue that as a side hustle or, or new career. But Nobody is going to be successful if you come in with a broken mindset full of limiting beliefs and think this is going to be easy and you only need to know the mechanics and none of the dynamics. You will get crushed. You will be left feeling defeated, struggling, wondering why it didn't work for you. And it's because you bought the computer but didn't upload the software, you know. And and uh, we we, you know, unfortunately, by the time we get here, you know, which which oftentimes is later in life, you know, because we've already gone through the schooling and already had the job. Our mindset is defeated, you know, and, and we do need a major, major makeover. And um, so, man, I don't dispute a single thing you said, and I'm so glad you brought it up and I'm so glad it's a focus of yours. And I'm also impressed and wanted to, you know, point out the fact that the core four business models that we teach of selling information online, you're living them out here right in front of us. And you just described it. A lot of people try to jump right into coaching. And the truth is, is that that may not be the right path for everybody. There is a ascension process of starting and getting experience oftentimes to working under somebody or for somebody, or in this case, promoting somebody else's products or programs where you can get a bit of experience under your belt to where you can develop your own mindset. You can develop your own strategies, understand what it takes to actually market a product or program, and then also deliver it, meaning do the customer support, do the training or teaching or, or delivery. And, and that is why that Ascension process of, of, of instead of climbing the corporate ladder, climbing your own business ladder of working as an affiliate and then rolling out your own courses, coaching and events. Um, and, and you're doing that in your own way. And you just pointed that out. And I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see that. And I'd love to have you back to continue to talk about how your journey is continuing. And so can I add something to that? Please. I think the, the other thing that people don't really understand is, you know, you see, so with Legendary, for example, there are a, a lot of wonderful people who promote that in their own way, which is great. But again, it doesn't help if you try to be like them. And what I realized was that I'm actually really good at explaining things to people and motivating people because that's all I've done for myself. And so you have to find your own version of whatever it is that you're doing. So if we take legendary for an example, as an example, I think that my coaching business 
is going to enhance what I do with Legendary because it's just, it's just a different way of selling affiliate marketing and, and coaching and courses. But don't look at what other people are doing. Don't do that. Just forget about what they're doing and think about your own strengths and start from there because that's so much more interesting to other people and that's what's going to make you succeed because we are uniquely different. And I know this is similar to what I said in the beginning, but it makes all the difference. And when you start, when things start clicking in your mind in terms of like, ah, oh, this is, this is how I'm supposed to be doing it because this is right for me and it feels right, then it's going to work. But on, up until that point, it'll feel like a struggle. And it just means that you haven't quite found that model that works for you and it's just like you said it's a process and and it gets better over time but that's when most people stop it's like ah it didn't work for me the only failing there is is when you're stopping otherwise it's just collecting data and information and that's like when you get that everything is a lot easier because you stop beating yourself up and and thinking that you should be different or better there's no such thing you're just competing with yourself and the the, the whole journey is overcoming the obstacles that you've mostly just placed in your own way nobody else is doing it for you yeah very well said very well said and a beautiful note to end on stephanie thanks for your time uh today it's been an absolute pleasure from beginning to end so inspirational uh so valuable so much knowledge that you've shared from your own application we can tell that you've really walked this walk because um, that is how, if we would have talked to you at the beginning, you would have been just as ignorant as the rest of us were when we started, but you've really applied yourself and have an incredible amount of, of value to deliver. And that's why, um, I, I know that you'll be so successful with your coaching business and so successful with everything else that you will continue to do. So keep up the great work, stay legendary, my friend, come back and see me and keep me posted on the journey. Okay. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Really enjoyed right. it. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, my friends, you can go and find and follow and continue to learn from Stephanie at The Sticky Fairy. The Sticky Fairy, spelled exactly how it sounds over on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, you'll once you get over there, you'll see exactly why she calls herself the sticky fairy in case you missed any of this episode. This was a great one, a legendary one, one to go back and listen to. You know, every episode is dead gummit. Every episode, there is not an, a single episode that I leave going that I'm underwhelmed by that. Um, just so much value, so much experience. My hope is that you listen to this and you leave and you go, God, I got a lot. There's so much to learn, so much to learn. You know, I do, I get off of this going every day. I, I, I say, golly, there's just so far to go. The just when I thought the road was coming to an end, and it, you know, what else can we possibly discover? It's like, man, it just just keeps getting better because there is so much to learn and understand 
And the beautiful part about this community and the show and, and what we're doing here is that, man, we've got so many incredible minds that are contributing to this, this, this process with us that we can learn from here all in one place. And so if you're looking to rewatch any of the episodes, you can right here on our Facebook business page. Um, make sure also that you make sure that it's our Facebook page. There are so many, and I got to just say this, I should say this throughout every episode. There are so many impersonators and scammers and people who are posing as me and legendary and many of other of our uh, influential people in our community. Please, please, please watch out. Most of the time, almost 99% of the time, People will, myself, anybody from our company will never reach out to you to try to get you to do anything or buy anything or invest in Bitcoin or anything like that. So be very careful, okay? Be very careful about what d direct messages you answer. Most of the time, they are, these are just distractions and actual total scams. So please, please be careful. Um, but back to accessing replays, we take the audios and upload them on all the major podcast platforms. Just type in wake up legendary and you can access all of the audios. So you can listen to these in the car. You can listen to these as you're walking, working out, whatever, laying down, whatever. You can listen to these on the podcast audio platform. You can rewatch them here on this Facebook page. Um, and, uh, and if you're ready to enroll in our 15 day challenge business blueprint or mastermind, go to legendarymarketer.com forward slash enroll E N R O L L E N R O L L legendarymarketer.com forward slash enroll and get started or start over today. Um, you can do it, uh, if you apply yourself and are willing to take all of the advice that Stephanie laid out today. It's not easy. It's not going to be a walk in the park. Um, the average person who starts anything like this gets no results at all. And we know why. We're trying to change that. Um, it's it's difficult to for human beings to change. It's difficult to stick with things. We get that. That's why we try to provide the support and try to provide the, the path for you to follow, to be able to follow through and actually experience some success with your online digital marketing business here in 2024. We'll be back here tomorrow for another episode. This is Dave Sharp signing out. Have a wonderful day. Stay legendary and get out of here. Take care. Peace.